Hi there, it's Amy Carlson, the Toxin Terminator, and I have had the privilege of working with Rachel Varga since I believe about July. Rachel and I met through a mastermind that we both belong to, and let me tell you, she has got the most beautiful skin I have ever seen from anyone. And if I was going to trust someone with my skincare and helping me develop that beautiful glow, that beautiful radiance from inside, it was going to be Rachel Varga. She is the walking example of doing exactly what she says. She's walking the walk and talking the talk. I was able to do a one-on-one -on -one consult with her, and I loved that she listened to my needs and my concern. As a plus 50-year-old woman, I knew that aging was something I needed to worry about. I knew that because of the things that I had done when I was younger, I certainly had been causing damage to my skin. And I also knew because of some of the products I had been previously using on my skin, I was also causing damage to my skin. She listened to my needs. She looked at what I had going on currently. And she also listened to my needs of wanting a more holistic approach to really taking care of my skin as I continue to age. And that was super important to me that she listened. Now I've been using her products now for at least the past 30 to 45 days. And I can see a huge difference already and know that there's still more forthcoming. I, I trust in the products that she has given me. I trust and the science behind what she does. And I trust in Rachel and I know you can too. Thank you. Welcome to the Rachel Varga podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Varga, double board certified aesthetic nurse specialist since 2011 with over 20,000 rejuvenation procedures performed. I'm an international clinical trainer for other physicians and nurses as well, celebrity skin expert, having been featured on some of the world's top proactive aging podcasts and much, much more. Learn more at rachelvarga.ca and enjoy today's episode. Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to the Rachel Varga podcast. I'm thrilled to have you hanging out with me here today. And we're going to be discussing everything you need to know about gene tests, skin nutrition, lifestyles for slowing aging, MTHFR, folate, and D3, the sun nutrient. And we actually have a returning three-time guest here on the show. I'm going to tell you a little bit about Dr. Erica Gray, otherwise known as the Gene Whisperer. And thank you so much, everyone, for joining me here on the show. Please subscribe, like, share this episode with a friend, and many blessings to you and your loved ones. Also, just an FYI, be sure to subscribe here on YouTube because YouTube and Facebook is where I live stream my live interviews with other leading experts. And then the super juicy stuff is actually on the audio only on the podcast. So make sure you are subscribed on Apple iTunes or Spotify to get access to the audio only stuff where I can speak on certain things that I can't really speak on here. If you know, you know, this is my workaround. And I'm thrilled to have you joining me here on this path of being our most vibrant and radiant versions ever from the inside out through various body, mind, spirit, and energy practices to bring forth a higher level of radiance and beauty. So let me tell you a little bit about Dr. Erica Gray. 
I've known Dr. Erica Gray now, I think for about five years, and she really is my go-to person for everything gene and test kit related. Dr. Erica Gray is a UCF trained pharmacist, educator, national speaker, and co-founder and chief medical officer of Toolbox Genomics and My Toolbox Genomics, two companies, a digital platform that takes an individual's genetic test results and offers a virtual toolbox of informative, user-friendly, very user-friendly, I will attest to that, lifestyle choices and action plans based on your test kit results to live your healthiest possible life. With almost two decades of experience in the world of functional medicine and a decade of experience in genomics and pharmacy, Dr. Erica Gray is dedicated to helping practitioners and individuals understand the intersection of their unique genetics and the environment because your environment does impact how your genes express. This is what we're going to be talking about today, how we can slow aging through understanding this process. We're also going to be talking about how we can positively change to improve our health trajectory. Welcome, Dr. Erica Gray. It's great to have you back on the show here at the Gene Whisperer. How are you today? <laughs> I'm doing great. So good to see you, Rachel, as always. Always. And if only you knew what we were talking about before. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's always good to catch up. So I'm really excited to have you on the show again. And you are the co-founder and chief medical officer of a pretty wonderful gene test kit company. And I'd first of all like for you to talk about what do we need to know of the biohacking and test kit industry? So it is, it's truly the gamut, right? Um, you, it's the wild west out there. And I'll be the, I'll be the first one to admit it because there are so many different nuances and different aspects and, um, different things that people look at and they'll tell you like, this is the next best thing. And I think fundamentally it boils down to a couple things. Your DNA is the stage to your life, but how you interact, where you put the curtains, where you move around, what you do, how you interact with the audience, that's your epigenetics. That is all your choice. So we are all born the slightly different stage, but we all act very, very differently and leading to absolutely beautiful masterpieces. But it's really figuring out what is the ones that we want to focus on and what do we want to uncover more in terms of that biohacking that I think will help us determine what kinds of tests we want to investigate further. Wonderful. And the whole concept of tests don't guess, I figure, I feel like we were the first to kind of like figure that out in an interview a couple of years ago. <laughs> so I'd like to take a little bit of credit for that with you, Dr. Erica. Oh, I am happy to join you on that. And I think, you know, again, it's one of those things where it is so easy to have a particular symptom and say, and read a blog post or listen to a podcast and then say, this is my problem. And it may be part of the problem because we really are our best own healers and we really need to listen to our intuition. Super, super important. And I hear that all the time when people get their genetic results, like, oh, it confirmed what I thought all along or you know, I knew it and my mom wouldn't listen to me. Yeah, so you get those stories. But really just having that un that basis of understanding everyone needs a reference guide to who they are nobody puts together builds a house or remodels a house without blueprints but we practice medicine without looking at our own personal blueprint all the time yeah i think it's crazy so you really actually were the first 
at home like test kit I ever did. I remember we did it live in my summer skin camp. I literally opened up the test kit, just did a cheek swab. It was very like just off the cuff. They're so easy to do. And I just want to give a shout out to some of the options that you offer. Don't test your nutrition detoxification pathway and epigenetics insights. Same thing goes with your nutrition and ways to optimize your skin health and slowing aging. And you can save 7% on your at-home test kit using promo code Rachel at My Toolbox Genomics. You can also find the links to some of my other favorite slowing aging biohacking options at rachelvarga.ca forward slash favorites. You're going to find affiliate links there that yes, help to support the free content that I do almost daily here on the show and some promo codes to save you some dollars. So why don't we just dive right into it? What is the best test kit for nutrition, skin and slowing aging? Obviously yours, but like which ones are the test kits in particular that you'd like to recommend when people are on the website? They're like, which test kit should I go for? So my favorite one for someone who's never done genetics before is the My Toolbox Genetics the DNA kit. Because first of all, you get the results in an app. So I don't know if any of you have gotten some of these DNA reports, but ours is 180 pages if you printed the whole thing out. And that's a lot to try to navigate and figure out, but it all comes on an app. It makes it really nice. And you can just move around and figure out what you want to focus on. Because that's the other part of this. And I just, and I'll come back to the test kit. So I just want to remind everybody, when you get genetic results, and even if it's not from our company, just pick three areas to focus on. The overwhelm factor is gigantic if you let it be. And then it becomes a source of stress. So just pick three areas that really resonate with you. Like, this is it. I This is what I need to work on. And just dive into that and focus on that first. So when you get the My Toolbox DNA kit, you can also add on epigenetics, which is super, super cool. Because that's going to get into what your genes are expressing. So really important, DNA never changes. The expression of it changes all the time. And this is where the environment is key. And and I'm using the environment as a huge, huge, broad term on this. But it's really nice to know, like, is your workout actually accelerating your aging? Is your diet accelerating your aging? Or is it doing the opposite? And you have no idea unless you actually do a methylation test to see with the expression of your genes. I was actually really surprised when I did my test kit with you and I had you actually go through my results, which was wonderful. So for a limited time, Dr. Erica Gray is actually offering one-on-one sessions. You have no idea how much Dr. Erica Gray is a resource and an incredible guide. So do take her up on her offer to work with her one-on-one for helping you actually go through and review some of your your options. And actually, I've done this for a number of my clients too, because I have the advantage of knowing CEOs, founders of various test kits and actually going through results with you and being like, okay, this is a, a way that you could integrate this type of insight. And what came up with mine was I don't respond well to apparently my because my genes say so high intensity workouts, I do better with kind of more like moderate, it's probably related to like an oxidative stress kind of thing. What does that mean when say someone gets in their report that they do better with maybe like only moderate exercise and not like high intensity? 
So it's going to also depend on your muscle fiber types and what types of, and your muscle composition as well. And so we know that there are certain genes that are going to um, essentially weight you more towards being a sprinter, some of that high intensity, or you might be better with being endurance. Now, I would also share that endurance is what we call the ancestral trait. The That's the one that most people have because it really was to our advantage to be able to walk long distances, to run away from that tiger. Sprinting wasn't something that we used as much. And so you'll find less people who might be on that high intensity, but you'll find a lot more people who are going to be more on the endurance. And again, endurance does not mean you need to run. It just, if you, when you think about your workouts, it just means you're going to do lighter weights, longer reps. You're going to be in that particular workout for a longer period of time to really activate those muscles that you've been gifted with, with those genes. Yeah, I thought that was really fascinating because my hubby's a kickboxer. You know, I'd be working out with a personal trainer a couple times a week, doing like 10, 12 rounds, three minute rounds, kickboxing on the bay, like pretty high intensity. And then I was in a rough car accident and I couldn't do any of that anymore. So I'm like, how do I limit my inflammation? How do I still, you know, stop from going too soft and losing all this amazing muscle that I spent a lot of time and money putting on? And how can I reduce inflammation? So are you, are, do you often find people are surprised to learn through your test kit that they actually get insights as to how to work out? Yes. And I think uh, it usually will cons- confirm something deep down inside because usually they're, when they will have hit a resistance point, we're like, ah, you know, there was a reason I couldn't get out and do those high intensity workouts, or I knew there was a reason I love to go for hikes. Um, but I think what ends up happening is that we get swayed by the next best thing where someone will write something on Medium or post on LinkedIn and, and show this transformation, which worked for them. And that's wonderful. But remember, we're all an of one. And so unfortunately, what works for one person doesn't always work for another person. And so it's just really important to um, honor your own genetics and work with them despite what you might want to think or you see with other people as well. I would like to circle back around to the first question, what do we need to know about the biohacking and test kit industry? As I'm sure you can all gather, I get emails all the time from different companies saying, Rachel, we would love for you to try our test kits. Can we send you one? But one reached out and said to me, actually, if you already done Ancestry and Me, um, you know, 23 and Me or, or all these, I think there were about five or six. They, they sent in the email, if you've already done these test kits, just like let us know what your ID tag is. And then we can actually put your information through our database and algorithms and then give you a report. That was a red flag for me because Mm -hmm. automatically I said to myself, okay, this is not a company I want to work with because clearly they share your data and it actually is clearly remaining identifiable. So can you talk about this kind of dirty underbelly with these test kit uh, companies and, and the industry and some of the concerns you have around privacy? So I think this sums it up really, really well. Data is the new oil. So we mine for oil and I'm not, this is not meant to be 
critical one way or another. Um, it's just a fact of life. And this is what investors have told us over and over again. And they would get really, really excited. Like, oh, you could do all of this with the data. And my point back is, yes, we could, but it is it belongs to the people who were kind enough to, you know, trust us with their information. And so to me, it's really, really important that we honor that and we protect that. So we personally protect it a number of different ways. We de-identify everything. You are literally a barcode in our system and everything gets separated. We store your information in a HIPAA compliant server that forms to e conforms to EU standards, not US. EU is a lot stricter. Um, we will not do anything with your data. We don't mine it. We don't share it. If you want us to delete it, it's gone. The lab automatically deletes it, destroys your data after three months. So Everything that we can do. Because to some of them are holding on to the, the specimen and the sample. They will hold on to it, yes. And so, again, when you read terms and conditions, which are really, really long, and, and the lawyers, you know, and, and same thing here, I'm sharing, <laughs> going behind the scenes, they are always there to protect the company. And so they want the company to have as much latitude and protection as possible, which makes sense as a business person. But just realize that when you are consenting to research, research can also mean repackaging your de-identified information and selling it to other people because to you're bitter. to the highest bidder. So, and, and we have been approached by companies and they have said, you know, we're going to do this. And my first question was, are your clients consenting and how are they consenting? And are they aware of what they're consenting to? Because I think that's the other part of it. And we have it in the medical field. Like when you consent to a procedure, so many times people didn't understand what they're consenting to. And so if you don't know, ask a question, send an email. You know, people who care about your data will be only too happy to share the lengths that they go to to protect it. And say, for example, you've done some of these, I like to call them data mining projects, yeah. literally, of your biologics, like 23andMe, Ancestry, and all those things. Uh, you can actually reach out to them and ask them to de-identify or confirm that your sample has been destroyed. Is there anything else that people can do to protect their privacy? Because this stuff can potentially get sold off to yeah. like insurance companies, right? I mean, the other, yes. I mean, not to insurance companies because there would, ha there would have to be several more layers of consent on that. But, but in, the future, in the future, and there is. is a company out there that I know of specifically that is doing DNA testing. And if you, and they were trying to get into epigenetics, I don't think they have, but essentially if you were better off from a DNA or epigenetic perspective, they would give you a lower life insurance quote. So there's a whole bunch of ethics around that that I'm not going to get into. But the point is that when you have that data, you, so there's a couple things you can do. You can ask 23andMe and Ancestry to just delete your data, right? You can get the raw data, hold on to it, and then have them delete the rest. That is going to be your best protection. You're not going to be able to get the updates and the different things that they provide. But you know, depending on how valuable your privacy is, that might be something to consider. Um, the second thing to be aware of is that when you take your raw data and upload it to other third parties, so if you take our raw data, we've protected you all along, but if you now take your raw data file and you go to another company, then then that is on that company and they have their own set of terms and conditions and then you will have to investigate with that company what they do to protect your data. 
Yeah, data is definitely the new oil, the new gold, all that stuff. I wonder what's going to be next in regards to something of ours that should be remaining ours as sovereign beings that will be looked at next. I think Meta is going to start to pull in more of our physiological features. And like I metadata. Think, yeah, metadata. And I think it's going to be, you know, they're going to, that is, let me step back for a second. If your data was sold to a company, yeah, I just want to kind of allay people's fears. Is anything going to, I mean, is there any unbelievable insights that are going to come out of it? No, there really aren't. Like it's, it's health and wellness pretty much. Um, is it going to help? improve a product or make a better drug out there for some people who are poor responders, it absolutely could. So there, just know that there are benefits out there. It's just some people aren't comfortable with that. But I think when you start combining it with like respiration rate, and don't forget the watches that everybody wears, they're collecting that data too. And they're keeping track of all of that information. So I think it's when you start to take that information and you combine it maybe with what you do online or your different practices, that's where I think it's going to get really questionable. Okay, here's the oxymoron. All these people walking around with their trackers thinking they're being all smart and biohacky. Little do they know that they're wearing these devices and they're kicking off Bluetooth, which is actually exposing, exposing them to electromagnetic radiation. And That's pretty right. much no radiation is good radiation aside from moderated amounts from the sun and all of that. And we're going to talk in, talk about the sun's nutrient D3 and how it can help us with our skin and aging, which you might think someone like myself in the position of um, you know, wanting to help you have better skin might say, don't go in the sun at all. Make sure you're slathered in sunscreen. I couldn't be more farther from that being a complete nature babe myself. I do better with hiking for sure than like high intensity workouts. And then you're getting nice grounding, the fresh air outside, reduction of your nervous system. I find that people that wear those watches, sorry to some of my clients who are lovely. I know you are. Um, I find a lot of women and men like wearing them so that they can keep tabs on their kids, on their grandkids. But every time you get dinged on your smartwatch, it's actually eliciting um, a high beta brainwave state, which is actually conducive to making you age faster. So you're getting Bluetooth EMF exposure, and you're also getting this constant cortisol dumping and being made to be kept in this high beta state, which then will have downstream impacts on your cortisol levels and your adrenals. And the, this cascade is uh, very fascinating once you take a look back. It is. And especially if you're pregnant, I just would really, really encourage women to just take another look at, do you really need to actually wear, have a wearable watch um, and be careful with putting it on your children and men don't put your phones in your front pockets. Just, just don't. <laughs> Y'all should go over to no choice, head over to my favorites page to uh, check out my affiliate link there. And some of my recommendations no choice blackout pouch, my phone, my RFID chip, credit cards are all in a Faraday cage. So good luck trying to get my info that way. And <laughs> can't send and receive, so I can say whatever I want when this is around because it's not going to be tracked. Not that I'm like super paranoid about that stuff. I'm just being a bit funny here. Yeah. Yeah. And 
also I'm in that stage of preconception. So I'm actively looking at ways that I could reduce my inflammation. And sure enough, I'm getting the best skin and hair and nails of my life while I'm at it. Wearing EMF protective clothing, I'm literally plugged in in my no choice joggers, my no choice hoodie, and I actually sleep in their oversized blanket. And it's all silk threads. This thing, I have my EMF reader here just to give you insights as to how crazy even just being on my laptop is. It's literally at the top of my uh, EMF reader here, which means that basically I might as well just be sitting in front of my router for eight hours of the day when you're on your laptop and you are surfing the interweb. So we don't want to be paranoid, but we want to be smart about this stuff. So and be like, informed. How can, how can yeah. we manage this? Yeah. Yeah. There's no regulatory body managing um, like your privacy, managing your exposure to environmental toxins and EMFs and stuff like that. Like, it's just, it's the wild west right now, like you said. It is. And and I think, and you know, just one other thing to point out too, is like, just also find out about the lab that the the company uses. So you want to use a CLIA and a CAP certified lab. That means that they've gone through all of the appropriate regu regulatory processes of running a lab in the way that it should be run. And so then it's with all the records and how do they audit all of that. That you just you always want to do that. Yes, you may pay more, and there are companies out there who can set up a quick little lab and you know do some some DNA testing. Um, but I would just encourage everyone you'll, you pay the extra money to have a good quality company behind you. Yeah, and make sure they're running cycles appropriately. So there yeah. is one cycle based test on the market. It rhymes with ECR. And through a freedom of information request, actually, one of my friend's friends is a tech. So she reached out and was just like, how many cycles are they running this specific test at? And it's like 15 times uh, more cycles or 15 more cycles than what's recommended by like a huge authority in the USA. So there's that. But also all these people getting these tests where is their data going? So always consider that. I have actually never taken one of those tests, but there's at-home options that are giving you more rapid results. I would say that that would be, like if, if you have to have test kit for whatever reason, do the at-home one so that yes. it's at least not being sent off to a lab and then who knows what's happening. Would yep. you agree with that? I would. I would. Anytime there's an option for at-home, I always do the at-home awesome. for my kiddos. So. So what does it mean to have beauty from the inside out? You work with a lot of clients. You see a lot of clients, DNA and epigenetic readouts. What are some of the common threads that you're seeing in the most beautiful, high vibe, radiant clients? What are some common threads and how can we also achieve those common threads too? So lots to unpack there, but where what really struck me was there was this, I was reading, it was a book or a paper, and they said the skin is the last place that you will see the sufficiency or the insufficiency of a particular nutrient. So what that means is we might be able to pick it up two years early with an epigenetic test. We might pick it up... Um, early in a blood test, in an organic acid test. But in order for us to see it on the skin, 
you've got to think about like, it's got to go, essentially these nutrients have to go from your stomach. It's got to get absorbed. It's got to get broken down into its active forms. And then it's going to go all throughout the body. And you know what? The organs that need it the most are going to take it and they're going to get it first. And your skin, which is the largest organ, is last on the list. And so it's really how do we supply ourselves with the adequate nutrition, low inflammation, low um, well, inflow aging, you know, keeping blood sugar and things like that low so that we really can nourish ourselves all the way from the inside out because we do have to help it from the from the outside in as well. And so what I find for people who are really aging well, their biological age, hands down, they're going to be about three to four years on the aging slower. And inflammation, inflammation always is going to be lower. And what's fascinating is there are so many people who think they're doing really well because they're working out, they're working out really hard and their inflammation score super, super high. And this is because they're not appropriately supporting that really high intensity lifestyle and helping their body recover like necessary antioxidants, making sure they have the right nutrition, even diet could be throwing it off. And what's fascinating too, is sometimes I'll see people who are aging really, really quickly, but their inflammation score is low. And you know what they're on? They're on a statin. Because statins fundamentally, yes, they lower cholesterol, but the thought that the reason they are helpful, and I put that in quotes, um, is because they really lower uh, inflammation. And so because of that, that's where you're getting those additional benefits. But it's really interesting when you start to put the meds on on top of it and see where that happens. But um, let me give you an example of vitamin C. So Rachel, you and I in our circles, we talk about adrenal fatigue, right? <laughs> we, um, and people give you adaptogens and they say, you know, it's because of your poor cortisol isn't being produced at a high enough level, etc. I actually think it's a vitamin C deficiency. And the reason is, is because the adrenal gland and your brain are two areas that take in the most amount of vitamin C. So if you're super stressed, it's literally pulling all that vitamin C out of your adrenals. And then what's happening is you're turning into this sympathetic overdrive and you're producing a lot of epinephrine, norepinephrine. And so you are just fleeing from tigers all day long and your poor adrenal glands are just beat. And so then you don't make enough cortisol and now you're exhausted. But I actually think it's low vitamin C. So there you go. Vitamin C is so important for collagen and for skin health. But if you're taxing your adrenals, all that little 500 milligrams of vitamin C that you're taking, the adrenals are taking a little bit. Your skin is seeing none of it. Yeah. And it's not just about like taking a random vitamin C. Yeah. If you want some recommendations for specifically women's or men's health options to not only support your body in general through multivitamins, omegas, bone health, greens, potent antioxidants for the hair, skin, nails, let me know because I work with two companies that are 15. One is a 15-year third-party independent lab tested company that I did some research for, brightening up the eyes, reduction of redness to the cheeks, the corners of the nose, pigmentation, very fascinating company and the work that they're doing. Research on vitiligo even. So if you're looking at your arms and legs and you're seeing like white patches of what we call hypopigmentation, uh, there can be a dysregulation of actually the way that your melanin is depositing in your skin. So that's something that is related to aging. 
And all there's all sorts of wonderful things too that you can access through working with people like myself and Dr. Erica Gray. And one of the other supplement companies I work with has been formulating for over 30 years. So we're talking non-GMO grass-fed beef collagen and all of this stuff. So quality matters, third-party independent lab testing matters. I'm not just going for these bright, shiny products you're seeing on your social media, which I, I, you know, check out my Facebook feed too. And I think every other ad I see is like this at home radio frequency device, which if you're not careful, you do that over your thyroid could actually be creating thyroid damage. You heard it here first. I wrote a paper on the issues around some rejuvenation and around the thyroid. So check that out on my research page at rachelvarga.ca forward slash research. It's my jawline paper. And all of these hair, skin, nail supplements and jawline. I saw this jawline conjuring gadget. It looks like this like, like <laughs> a wishbone with like a couple metal rollers. And of course, the before and after photo was like someone that's just been photoshopped. But oh my gosh, there's so many gimmicks out there for slowing aging. What's the what's the best? What are some of the best ones you've seen? Um, I will. So I've seen a lot like around GI, you know, so that's been a big push now. It's like your microbiome. If you if your microbiome is um is fixed, then everything else falls into place. And I think it's really, it's like that one-stop shop where it's this one thing that is going to do everything for you. And what I would always encourage people is look at the ingredients of what's in there. First of all, if it says it's a proprietary blend, you don't know what the active ingredient is. You don't know, yes, you could see on there that you've put some, you know, some of the products in there that do have good research behind them. But chances are they used a very small amount of it, because it's much more expensive. So you can they can just put in a whole bunch of other things in there. And you have no idea. And I really think your best strategy is if you try so first of all, you want you don't want proprietary blends, you actually want to know what's there. As Rachel said, you want it third party tested, you want to know that their company is sourcing really good, high quality raw ingredients, and they're testing appropriately as well. So that's the other thing that I find when it starts to get a little bit gimmicky is that people will start to say, oh, you know, we, it's been tested, or they'll say it's scientifically proven. But what does scientifically proven mean? I mean, you, you could you can interpret that in so many different ways. For Rachel and I, it's like it's a double blind, randomized, placebo controlled trial that's adequately powered, and you know everyone's adequately blinded. But there's gradations in there too, as well. But just saying it's scientifically proven really means nothing at this stage. And so I mean, I'm yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. that whole like word science I think has lost unfortunately a lot of credibility over the last few years, because it's just been used so flippantly in marketing. Back in the day when I would get my hair done and be able to peruse a magazine and take in all the wonderful germs to help my skin's microbiome and all of that, (laughs) you know, you open up a page and there's an insert of this like super toxic fragrance that you smell it and you smear it on your wrist. You're like, yeah, I got some perfume while I'm at it. It's free, right? Full of phthalates, full of hormone disruptors. And then in the skincare ads, um, I, I would always get such a kick out of this in the small print at the bottom, it would have something like 29 people reported an improvement in 90% yeah. of their wrinkles in 10 days. It's like, what kind of science is that? That's right. And remember, like questionnaires are notoriously subjective. And so like a good 
pay a good study that uses a questionnaire uses validated questionnaires that have been put through a rigorous process to say that, you know, the results that you're getting back from them uh, really do mean something. But I think it's, it is so easy in our fast paced culture to be suckered in to various gimmicks. And I think you always want to ask yourself, like from an evolutionary perspective, would this make sense? Would I be doing this? And if the answer is no, um, then maybe just you know put it on the back burner and do a little more investigation. Because boy, I tell you, like Rachel was saying, those skincare products that are out there, the perfumes, the shampoos, the stuff that we bathe our bathe ourselves in is pretty darn gnarly if you're not aware of it. Yeah, literally, I sell everything I use. And what I see my clients keep coming back for. So if you're like, hey, Rachel, what do you recommend for this? What did you mention in this episode? Please, I invite you send me a direct email info at rachelvarga.ca and I will get you on the right track. Highly recommend if you're new with working with me, go for that one on one with me straight away. Use promo code podcast 15 for 15% off and then I will give you customized at-home plan with your skincare, self-care, beauty products, uh, what to do at home with dermal rolling, skin supplements, recommending different biohacking options like Dr. Erica Gray's test kit that goes along with that, ongoing support and all that. So you literally have access to practitioners like Dr. Erica Gray and I to go through your lab results, make sure you're staying on the right track so that what you're doing in an effort to beautify yourself isn't actually making you toxic and aging faster at the same time. So what are some of the common mistakes that you see as a pharmacist around wellness? So doctor recommended products. I am so sorry. I die. So, um, Cetaphil, Sarna, these different lotions and these different products that are put out there and they just say it's fine or Vaseline. Oh my goodness. That's another one that, you know, people just flippantly will, will tell people to utilize. I don't think people really appreciate the ingredients that are in there. All of the, as I said, you know, Rachel said the parabens and the phthalates, but let's go a step further. If your genes do not enable you to appropriately break them down and get rid of them, that means that those products are now going to stay in your body and they're going to potentially hang out in your fat. And as a, especially if they're um, lipophilic, so they like fat and they're going to just hang out there. The other one is around supplements. Doctors will say, it doesn't matter. Just go to Costco and pick up some fish oil. No, because the fish oil at Costco is already rancid because it is so much cheaper. If you're not buying a drum that is tested, purity, potency, rancidity, um, mold, the list goes on. So yes, you can get supplements cheaper at Costco. I love Costco just as a, a full full disclosure, but I don't like their supplements. So don't buy them there. <laughs> Use a reputable company. Both Rachel and I can give you great recommendations around that. Um, but it really galls me that practitioners will just say it doesn't matter because it does. Because if you're buying rancid fish oil, you are introducing so much more oxidation and worsening your inflammatory profile, then you you even were if you had just not touched the product. 
Yeah, don't even get me started on the potential for accessing actually counterfeit products from some of those companies or third party auction websites. Yeah, be very careful with who you're supporting these days. You vote with your dollars. Choose to support people that you're getting information from. Sure, you could get some of the products that I work with or some of the test kits that Dr. Erica works with from other options, but you really want to make sure that you are supporting companies that actually care about this stuff because it allows us when you support us to continue to support you back with with creating fun informational content here because this is not medical advice educational information only if you think you have a medical condition you must seek the guidance of a licensed physician i will echo what you said about skincare products there's a pubmed study published in 2020 i gave a local dermatologist a bit of flack because in her social media she's creating these you know cute cute videos, very TikTok worthy. And she's recommending all of these super toxic products. And I'm just like, wow, you are so brainwashed in your industry to be recommending these products. And they're actually making people age faster. And so I actually mentioned, she's doing the giveaway and all this stuff. I mentioned a, a paper in 2020 that looked at some of these top brands having nine to 12 different toxins that and triggers for something called atopic dermatitis. Mm-hmm. So the derms always say, you know, this stuff is cheap. It's readily available. It's everybody can get it, but yeah, everybody can get access to a lot of free, lousy information and low price products, but they could very well in the long run, actually be making things worse from you. And here's another little dirty secret. When you put some of those products on, it actually changes your skin barrier and it opens it up. And so you really want good tight junctions and good tight pores, but some of those products will start to open up. And so if you get this atopic dermatitis, that means you're literally letting these products go in and they're starting to hit your bloodstream, which is exactly what we saw with the sunscreens when the FDA finally said, oh, guess what? Those ingredients do end up in your bloodstream they don't just stay in your skin so just be aware do your research listen to us and if your skin's giving you that type of feedback imagine what's going on on the inside that's right if you're feeling off your skin's showing you things are off you got to work on that inflammation dr erica gray we could talk for hours (laughs) we should have booked like two hours for this it's been 39 minutes it feels like a hot five how can people work with you and how can people pick up your test kits? So test kits are at mytoolboxgenomics.com. Um, that free ability to work with me for 15 minutes is only good for the next month, maybe two. So by the end of by June, it's gone. I know that for sure. Um, so definitely get that in. And if you would like to have me help you go through your results, and then you can follow us at um my toolbox genomics on Instagram. And then you can follow me personally on Twitter at the gene whisperer. And that's with an ER. And we've I've been having all kinds of fun conversations around uh, medication related nutrient deficiencies. So fascinating. Well, thank you so much for being back on the show third time, like literally booked, please book to be back on the show next month. And everybody use promo code Rachel to save 7% off of your test kit. If you're like, hey, which ones were the ones that Rachel did? You can work with Dr. Erica Gray to learn more. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We're going to have you back on to talk more about MTHFR and all sorts of things because there's some nitty gritty things that we need to understand about our detoxification pathways, our genetic and epigenetic predispositions 
to really maintain that sovereignty sovereignty of our body, mind, spirit, and energy to allow us to be our most vibrant, radiant, and truest versions of ourselves. Thank you so much for being on the show today, Dr. Erica Gray. Thanks for having me, Rachel.